We're talking all about the future of Tale of the Y Wyvern in this special episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Hello, Tell the White Wyvern players. The recording of the show marks the 132nd day since Wyvern launched, or four months and one week since the game's beta launch. Today, I'm joined at the fireplace at the end of the old hen by... John Dodson, or Golok. And today we're going to look back a bit at how far Tale of the White Wyvern has come and look at some new things coming to the game. So as is customary, we like to recognize the people who are making their name in the game. So, John, would you like to read out some of these leaderboards? Yeah, the first one um, is kind of a newish feature to the game that I really like to bring. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Oh, and my new game just <laughs> new game date just triggered. So as we record the show, I'm going to get ganked probably <laughs> um, because I need to get that uh, that in room or uh, someone will kill me. Probably Conan because he's been killing me lately. <laughs> Thanks, Conan. <laughs> really appreciate that, <laughs> which is good because for this new um, one in the graveyard, I added the leaderboard of the dead. So when we launched the game, I never I didn't count you know, for all the players, how many times they died. But I thought it would actually be really fun to add kind of an anti-leaderboard to the game. So (sighs) after talking to Travis, he thought it was a really cool idea. So we added death leaderboards. So what I had to do in the code is go back and count all the times in the news that you died. Uh, And that actually was surprisingly accurate. We got all the deaths. And so right now I'm going to read the top. uh, Let's do the top 10 here. So I'm going to read the top 10 player deaths in Tale of the White Wyvern, uh, that would be my dude at number one with 107 deaths. Number two is Gemini with 100. Number three, that's me. That's a Golok. The Mr. Dies a lot at number three with 91. We've got Conan with 83, uh, Maverick with 79, Maraxu Cass with 59, Declan with 59. Travis, you don't die a lot. Um, Zeronius with 51, Katara with 47, and Dig.com with 47. You know who I'm really surprised not to see on the leaderboards? Death, Travis. Um, Friday. She's not here. She doesn't die very much. No, I know she she's is, been playing since game launch. She too, is right? very conservative with how she plays. And um, I think the reason that mine are kind of low is that I PvP like the first two times through or so, and then I just kind of stopped. So I'm probably not dying a lot because of that uh, but no katie like plays it very conservatively and kind of takes her time leveling up yeah she is uh currently the 12th uh on the leaderboards of death with 44 uh deaths that's really good <laughs> <She's> four <laughs> months that's like 10 deaths a month that's pretty good yeah if we know? ever had like a um, permadeath kind of game she might be one of the last survivors of that one. <laughs> that would be really fun. We're going to talk about seasons later, uh, but yeah, that would be a really fun one. All right, Travis, uh, why don't you read out the next one? All right, next up, we have the PvP leaderboards. Um, my dude was in first place on the leaderboard of the dead. He is also in first place in PvP, and I wonder if the two are connected. But yeah, my dude... <laughs> he takes a lot of risks. <laughs> my dude with 115 player kills. Below that, kind of in a... Distant second is Maverick with 86 player kills. Then Kaz with 77. Uh, in fourth place, Gemini with 60. Fifth place, Zeronius with 48. 
Sixth place, Tiberius with 43. Seventh place, we have Button Smasher with 40. Uh, number eight, Katara with 37. Nine, Rodnolf with 37. And number 10, Rather Dashing with 35. Awesome. And so the last leaderboard that we're going to read out is Tarbreath's Hall of Honored Adventures. I consider this the the leaderboard of if you're at the top, you're winning. And so who's winning right now is Declan. Travis, what's your secret? You've got your number one, your Wyvern Slayer Declan with nine Wyvern kills and one Paragon point. We'll talk about Paragon a little bit later. Travis, what's your secret? Um, Playing I a lot. Play it a lot. I <laughs> play I, since launch. Maybe I think I've missed like one or two game days since we That's launched right. it. And That's so right. you were sick maybe I think too. Right? Yeah. And no, and even when I was sick, I was playing it. Like the couple, the couple times that I missed were like things were going on and I didn't entirely skip my mind to do the day, but oh. no playing a lot. And, um, you should find a partner. Like if you have a, a partner through Kalinda's Hoff, that's a great person to choose to kind of team up with. So if you're ahead of them, transfer them gold every day. If they're ahead of you, they transfer you gold every day so that you're kind of working together to move yep. up and that that'll help you out a lot yeah it really does and the and we've limited the amount of gold you can transfer it's gradual we'll talk about that later it's another feature we added but uh yeah that's great so number two press to digitonium my dude with eight wyvern kills and one paragon point so he's right at your heels me too i'm number three golok with eight wyvern kills and one paragon point Level, number four friday with eight wyvern kills and one paragon point she's number four and she is number 12 in deaths that is <laughs> yeah so crazy yeah number five is conan who's been killing me my ass a lot lately with two wyvern kills and one paragon point six with gemini gemini is uh seven wyvern kills one paragon point maverick is seven with seven wyvern kills and one paragon point grego peck seven wyvern kills and one paragon point uh zeronius is nine with six wyvern kills and one paragon point and wyvern slayer kaz with five wyvern kills and one paragon point good job will so um those are of the current leaderboards for Tale of the Wine Wyvern. All right, since our last State of the Wyvern in October, uh, we've added quite a few things. So, John, why don't you get us started with new features we've added? Yeah, so the first uh, thing, well, it's not the first. These really aren't ordered in when we added them. They're ordered in some other grouping that you'll you'll figure out. But uh, one of the really useful features we had was I realized that people were having questions about the game. They were reporting bugs. And as you journal support things about, you know, clarity about some of the rules in the inn or various places, uh, I realized that that's sort of like... Um, I'd like people to sort of just kind of talk about the game and sort of if they wanted to sort of like light LARP or cosplay or whatever, they could do that in the game. We could get the bugs out of there because it kind of rips you out of the game a little bit when you're talking about the mechanics a smidge. So I added a support questions and bugs section, uh, Travis and I did. So for people to find help and a lot of it is just also surfaces like the change log a little bit. So if you're curious, hey, did they add something recently to the game? That kind of thing. Also, the instructions are there, too. So I think that's been really helpful. And currently, if you need to submit a bug, it takes you to the relevant cheerful ghost area. So we can talk there. It's a lot sort of. The um, interface for writing, you know, and Wyvern is a lot more basic than Cheerful Ghost and Cheerful Ghost has a lot more area for room and, you know, having longer discussions. So I thought that was kind of a cool thing. 
And this one was a, a big deal for me. Um, I think a big deal for everybody who's used it. Uh, hats now affect the interest rate at the bank. So if you have uh, the gold find hat that gives you 5% extra gold find, for instance, that hat will also give you 5% extra interest at the bank, which has really changed the way that I come about. Like before, if I had like five or six fights left, I wouldn't bother with upgrading my gear. I would wait until I get the interest. But with that extra 5% interest on top of that, if you're wearing a hat, it really makes me think about like how I want to use that money. Like I can have 20 fights left and think, you know what? Nah, I'm just going to wait until the next day. I'm going to get that extra interest. And I think I've kind of crippled myself a couple times that way by, you know, not gaining a lot of money throughout the game day because I was so under geared for it, but it gives players another thing to kind of think about and take into account, which I think is a, a great addition. Yeah. Yeah. That was part of a larger thing where we were trying to speed, you know, advancement up a bit and also have, you know, make decisions between I want to buy a hat that defends and attacks and gives me more defense and attack, or I want a hat that can help me gear up faster. I really we want to have more of roguelike choices in this game. And a lot of the things that we're doing kind of make that it's either you can either gain interest on your gold or in your gold find, or you can defend or attack. So we like, or, you know, plus experience, which I don't know if anyone ever buys the experience hat. So if you do, let me know. Um, I never do. <laughs> no, I never, I never have. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should buff those or something. So another thing that we were, you know, worked on that was actually just for me, just one of the coolest things we've ever done in the game was the pumpkin festival. So the pumpkin festival was, uh, way too long on accident, <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, so cool because you could, you know, you could go to the pumpkin festival. You could, you got two coins per day. You could go to the corn maze. You could, um, you could do like a pie eating contest and then you could get a balloon. And I had all these different things that could happen and you could have a really good day or you could have a really bad day. And some people had some really fun swings from that. I saw people figuring out that you could find more coins in the corn maze that just kept stacking and stacking and stacking to have these really Mm -hmm. crazy wins. And I I love that about it. Um, Plus, Travis launched an amazing new savory theme that I thought was just incredible that some people are still using now. Mm -hmm. Travis, do you have anything to say about the pumpkin festival? Yeah, that was a fun theme to make. Um, You know, it wasn't like a grand design or anything. I just picked some colors that I felt like really kind of exemplified Halloween and threw them in there and it worked so well. I, I I don't like, you know, complimenting myself like that, but I thought it was fantastic. Like it really felt like Halloween and I love that there's still some people around using that. Yep. So, um, last time we talked about changes to the game, we had, uh, it had been a while since we'd added the Primrose Park and we had a shrine for the people who killed the wyvern, the first people to kill the wyvern the first time. But since then, we've added another shrine there, the Wyvern Slayer Shrine. This is the first people to kill the wyvern five times, which is kind of like as the wyvern ramps up in difficulty, it gets to five and then you kind of repeat those five again with Paragon points, which we'll talk about more later. But um, we kind of consider five to be the end game the start of the end game in that sense so 
we wanted to add the shrine there to recognize those folks. Right. And we also, so when you play the tale of the white wyvern and you kill it the first time, it's, it's, it's pretty challenging, you know, for, for new players. And then you go up to the second fight and it's a little bit harder. Third fight's a little bit harder. Fourth fight's quite a bit harder. Fifth fight is wow. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite, you know, you gotta, you gotta have quite a bit of armor and weapons and come at it. And I think we were grinding for like every, I don't think anybody made it in less than a week and a half. Did they grinding out that? No. Level 12. well, I mean, some people had an easier time of it because it was the pumpkin festival. I think that helped right, that quite helped. a bit. That helped. Right. Because because the extra experience stacking and then the extra force fights and stuff like that. So if you're going to go for a fifth wyvern kill and there's an event happening, it's going to help you out quite a bit. But um, definitely have those gold hats on for sure for that. One of the things I wanted to do, too, is I didn't want to have it be like the next time you come around to the wyvern, you have to spend another week and a half grinding. So you basically cycle back to the difficulty of the first wyvern, second wyvern, third wyvern, fourth wyvern, fifth wyvern for the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth time. Because again, I don't want the game to just feel punishingly grueling when you go back to the wyvern kill again. I just want it to, you know, it'll be the same. It's kind of like starting over again. And we'll talk about Paragon and starting over too, but I kind of want it to feel like that. Um, Travis, we made another change to the wyvern. What was that? We did. Um, on Twitter, was it Will? Yeah, it was Will. He's he's, uh, Kaz in game and Will Ball on Cheerful Ghost. Yeah, he uh, tweeted out that he would just, you know, he'd like to hug the Wyvern. Maybe the Wyvern's (laughs) misunderstood and just needs a friend. And I think John and I both read this tweet and thought, this is freaking brilliant. We have to add this to the game. And so we did. You can now hug the Wyvern. Right. But I didn't want it to. So this was coming out of a thing where Travis and I were talking. We've been talking for a while. We talk a lot about the game. Um, and one of the things that we were talking about is I mentioned, Hey, I feel kind of bad for the wyvern. He, he's kind of this, you know, everyone's against him. (laughs) Everyone wants to kill. He dies constantly. He's in hell. Right. I mean, (laughs) clearly he's done some major things that were terrible. Right. But he's just in the, and I was starting to feel bad for him. And I'm like that, like, I want to make it. So the wyvern is less sympathetic. Because I, I'm feeling bad for him. You can't have the Hitler of your game. People feel bad for you know what I mean. Like <laughs> this is a, you can't right. So, and then Will said I, I can't hug the wyvern, and I put it in, and I was like, you know, like this could be funny, and I'm like, no, the funniest thing is that it would insta kill you. So if you hug the wyvern, there's no quarter. He he pretends that you know it's <laughs> that the hug is real. And then he bites her head off. And I figure that that's exactly what he would do. <laughs> he would, oh, he would he'd be like, yeah. he'd be like, oh, let's 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 be friends. And then he rips your head off, you know, bites it off. So I, I loved that. It gives a little bit of a news thing. Um, it's fun to do if you're level 12 and you're grinding up to the fifth of Wyvern. And yeah, and you know. know for sure that you're not going to beat the Wyvern. So, yeah, just hug him. Absolutely. So um, another thing we added, which we read out the top of the thing, was the leaderboards of death. Like I mentioned, um, you know, we had to come back around and sort of count, and now we count that. And that's been a really fun thing. I'm glad we added it. There's going to be some other stuff that I think I want to add to, but that's one that I've sort of been sort of had on my, you know, mental list to do for a while. And I just kind of did it in one night, and it was pretty fun to get in the game. Yeah, we've uh, mentioned Paragon points a couple times, so... Uh, what's what paragon points are once you get that fifth wyvern kill or every fifth wyvern kill uh, you find a paragon coin and you can 
hold on to those for a while if you want, or you can go straight to Helga's to redeem it. Uh, Helga will tell you all about it, but briefly, um, you know, the only two things that we had that you kept through the, uh, like circling back around to level one where your charm and your dead card. And this gives you a way to wipe those clean. You pay them all out. You have go back to zero, but you get some experience and gold find bonuses to help you out to level up faster. So that we kind of realized that once you got through like the first, I guess one and a half to two wyvern kills in charm kind of meant nothing because everybody had maximum charm. So this gives you a way to kind of make those early charm choices matter again. Right. And I was, I really wanted, because people were like, hey, when are you going to start a new Wyvern game? Or when's the Wyvern game going to reset and we'll all start from scratch? I think people want that for a couple of reasons. One, so they can try to race to get the Wyvern shrine, right? To be the first on the shrine. Second, it's, you know, because if you join a game now, it's going to take a while before you get to the top of Tarbra's Hall of Honor, right? Um, and that kind of thing. And 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 so what I and also, you know, some people have max charm. And so it's hard, you know, so so what I wanted is the ability to say, OK, you get to level five, you get the Paragon coin, we wipe your charm and then you get plus five um, permanent experience gain, plus five permanent gold find and then experience and, and then um, interest in the bank. So it sort of has an effect of sort of wiping your character again at the fifth. And plus now in Tarbress, it's um, the, the top players are ordered by Paragon points, uh, Wyvern kills and experience. That's it's, it's ordered in that, in that, um, in that way. So one of the things that I think is an interesting strategy is once you get your coin, you probably shouldn't spend it right away. Cause that plus 5% to experience and gold is not, immediately better than some of the charm bonuses you get at the highest levels from Helga or John Boyd or um, Krug. So I think that there's this debate or thought between at what level do you spend your coin? Because I don't think it's right away. Travis, what do you think? Like, where do you spend the coin? Now that um, early on, the 640 experience that you get from Scarlet is so massive. And the I can't remember exactly how much the gold is that you get from john boyd interacting with him 2500 i think yeah and those are those are huge so i think it makes sense to wait until at least like level six or so yeah because that's probably about right at level six you can kind of start building your charm back up and by the time you get to level 12 you can do you know maybe the third interaction level and that gets you some a good number of forest fights from krog so, yeah, I don't think you want to do it too soon. I don't think you want to do it too late. Yeah, or you don't spend it at all. <laughs> you don't yeah. care about Tarbreths and yep. you just want to keep your charm bonuses. Um, just st- strictly speaking, though, when I spent it, I ha- was back up to max charm by level oh, 10 or something, 11, I don't know, or close to it. So it's not like you're too far out. You know, it's Wow, like, you lucked out with charm, man. <laughs> I am a very, very charming person. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. All right. So Paragon was really big. I really wanted that in there. I wanted the ability. So so currently you can go all the way up to three Paragon points, spend that and get new. Oh, and also you get these really cool titles every time you Paragon. So you can go all the way. You, you can Paragon as much as you want, but we only have titles that we hand out at the third. Um, you become a god, goddess or uh, uh, other. I, I forget what the other one was, but uh, uh, deity. 
deity. Right. So that's really cool. So let's talk about a little bit of the smaller stuff. Um, so we added a new level one monster called Annoying Bug. So my dude kind of reached out and he was like, hey, that would be really funny. And uh, I put it in the game. It was a <laughs> level new one. Uh, so when a player kills the wyvern, we know the kill number in the daily news. I thought that would be kind of neat, too, because you can share news now. Uh, get a link to share it with your friends. So I figured, hey, you know, it would be cool to note if it was your 12th wyvern kill or eight or one or something like that. Uh, just so you don't have to click on someone's profile to know that. So um, you can send mail a lot easier now. Um, I, it was kind of a problem on my phone trying to type someone's name in there. I'd like forget what their name was exactly because we've got some people with really fun names. So now on someone's profile page, you can just click write mail to them. And it's just one less thing you got to have to do in the game. I, I like that a lot. Um, yes. Yeah, that saves a lot of time. And something that Travis and I've been talking for a while that we're just kind of, you know, we sort of we rebooting development, not rebooting, but sort of focusing on a new thing. We'll talk about sort of what we're working on a little bit later. But I was just like, hey, you know, let's organize the town square a bit because I sort of mauled it a little bit after Lord's Menu, which is not set up for phones and it's not really organized based on how you would play the game, you know, because when you when you have your phone, you know, if you're playing with one thumb, essentially, you kind of don't want to have to arch your thumb all the way down to the bottom of the screen to do something all the time. If you're going to it should be at the top. So we organized the town square menu um, and just a little, you know, sort of briefly what's available there is the top is well, it was always Forkwood Forest. You've got Helga's, Yar Sisters Bank, and Tarbris. Because I consider those the the things that you're going to do right away, which is fight, heal, bank your gold, and look and see when I'm leveling up. So then everything else after that is sort of, you know, the weapons, armor, the armor, weapon shop, and hat shop. Then you've got the inn and slaying people. And then everything else that's a little bit anticillary. Travis, what do you think about this one? I mean, I... I like it. What do you? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been playing this for months now and my muscle memory still remembers the old menu. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I really do think this is laid out better because the, even even with that old muscle memory, I could still sometimes lose Asadi's armor in the list. Like it was kind of in an odd place. So I really think this is going to help out. Those are all the features we've added since October. Been really busy. we talked about a few of the events uh, the very successful pumpkin festival and uh, we just recently had our feast of gratitude event around thanksgiving in the u.s uh, but we have some new events coming up john tell us about the traveling gnome village yeah so this has been a dream i've wanted to bring to the game since we launched it i i think i remember talking to you about wanting to do mm-hmm. a send-up of a christmas village santa you know kind of poke fun at that a little bit but also like lean into it because i love i love the cheese christmas <laughs> i love that kind of stuff right you know just last night we were watching rudolph the red-nosed reindeer you know the old felt rudolph stuff mm-hmm. yeah. rankin base kind of thing so we're gonna have the traveling gnome village from december 20th which is real soon through december 27th and at the at the crux of this it's going to be very similar to the pumpkin festival except Um, themed very differently so um, at the crux of it we've got the mythical presence elf you can stand in line and sit on the mythical presence elf's lap and open a present and you get to the ability to open two presents per game day and this is going to be real special you can buy one for someone else every 
day. So this is actually a really big deal. So make friends in the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. And the cost of presence is uh, is based on your level, I believe, or their level. I can't remember which. But um, the ability to open three presents is pretty huge because... You know, just like at the Pumpkin Festival, you could win some gem, you could win some gold, you could win uh, some forest fights. But I was like, look, this is it's the mythical presence elf. It's the traveling wind. It's winter holiday in uh, Tale of the White Wyvern. We need something special. So there is a you have a chance to win a complete weapon upgrade. So. <laughs> I was like, what would be the coolest thing you could win? I was like, armor. <sighs> yeah, that's cool. Let's do a weapon, though. So if you hit it, um, it notes it in the in the game news that you that you got this. But the mythical presence elf will deliver you your next weapon. So, Travis, question is the strategy here then to open your presence before you buy a weapon or after you buy your next weapon upgrade in your game day? Like, how are you thinking about that? Because you could win, yeah. you could win a new weapon, right? You could win a new weapon and save your gold, or you could spend the gold and save even more the next time around. I think yeah, you I get think the craziest weapon, right? Right. I think you do it after you buy your weapon upgrade. You think so? I think okay. so. That's, yeah, yeah. Because you could save the money, or or you could save the money, buy it, uh, do it before, get your weapon upgrade, and then buy the armor upgrade, mm-hmm. right? Because of the same cost, right? So it depends yep. on what you want to do, I guess, right? If you want to be like super weapon powerful um then you could do that because at a higher level if you bought like the four million dollar weapon the next level is the 40 million dollar weapon that's a big that's big that's huge. Or if you have the 40 million i think it after that it's what the 400 million <laughs> or the what is there a 100 200 i can't remember, I, can't remember. Yeah. I don't remember but i'm just saying at higher levels that could be like in your fifth wyvern kill that could be kind of fun yeah, there's a so, 100 million after the 40 million. So that, okay. that's that's a lot of money. That takes a long time to grind out. <laughs> it does. It does. So um, I, I so my goal, my, my thought is that this isn't going to happen every day for people. It's going to be it's going to be right. a stroke of luck. Now, the, the trick is, is it too lucky to win it? In my testing, I got it to happen sometimes. You know, you could go through the whole winter festival not getting a weapon upgrade or you could get like three it's it's really random you don't store if you got it it's not any timer like you're gonna get it at least within three days it's real random so if if i don't know if no one actually gets one i'll change that a little bit you know so it's a little bit you know people can get it because again it's the winter holiday and tail the white wyvern we're gonna be a little giving (sighs) plus not only that but it's gonna have the biggest bonuses i think or or very close to the biggest bonuses for logging in in terms of you know, forest fights and, you know, extra gold that you get in fights and that. Cause again, it's a given time of year. Travis and I are, we're like the mythical presence elves ourselves. So, <laughs> all right, Travis, you've got another event that comes after the winter festival. I do. But before, before we get into yeah. that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, oh yeah, we've got, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're gonna talk about. Yeah. Like the, we talked about the pumpkin festival theme. Um, yeah. and this time instead of just one, we have, Three, four, four. I, I can't even remember four, how many Travis. things I made. Like, four. I got into the traveling gnome village spirit and made a lot of themes <laughs> for this. And some of them are They're so cool. Like, some look look like legitimately good, and I think I'm gonna start using them like year round. But there's a couple that are just like super Christmas cheesy that are amazing yeah. and yeah, like hurt your eyes in the best way possible. So I'm looking forward <laughs> yeah. to hearing people's reactions to those. 
Yeah, they're so great. Because I, I told Travis, I'm like, dude, this needs to feel like, you know, and, and he did, did exactly, you know, what we talked <laughs> about. He did four. So if you like that pumpkin festival, kids, wow, here comes the traveling gnome village <laughs> and the mythical presence elf. And, you know, we have um, the big events like the pumpkin festival and the traveling gnome village. And then we have some smaller ones like the um, Feast of Gratitude, which was, you know, just a few days of some bonuses and that's what the turn of the page is going to be uh from 12 29 to january 2nd we have a festival to kind of mark the new year in our world called the turn of the page in Wormdoor, uh where you get bonus forest fights experience gain and gold find and some flavor text added in at a few places in the game talking about it gotta love the flavor text so one of the biggest things that, again, people have been asking for is the ability to start over. Are you going to do a new game or, you know, are going to reset the current game? Again, we're not re- ever going to reset the main Wyvern game, you know, because um, I feel like that's always something that people need to come back to. Right. And just plunk at, you know, you, you come play the game, you, you get five Wyvern kills, you, you leave for a couple weeks, you come back, your, your character's there, you know, your, your game's where you left it. So that's always going to be there. But we're doing this new thing that I talked about a little while ago called Seasons. And on January 1st, we're going to launch our first Tale of the White Wyvern season that's going to last. And this is all new information, by the way. I haven't talked about this. So um, we're, it's going to last from January 1st for when it starts. And it's going to end on March 1st. So how is this game going to be different from the other game, Travis? Is it going to be the exact same? Same game, Travis, same game. No, we are going to have uh, a few things different. Um, your base Woo-hoo. baseline of 40 forest fights per day instead of the 20, wow. 25 that's, that we have, generally speaking. That's and then, crazy, Travis. That's insane. What do you think it's going to do to the game, Travis? It is insane. 40. And that's, Holy crap. 40 doesn't take into account your partnership bonuses and all no. the other like other interaction bonuses yes. you get. So, you know. And events and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. So this is going to launch with when turn of the page happens, right? Right. So you're going to get that extra stuff, too. And instead of two PvP matches per day, you get five. And instead wow. of instead of the fifty starting gold, you get three thousand. So you can go up to uh, next lo- couple levels of weapons and armor pretty quick. Yeah. So I think that what Travis and I are trying to do in this game is make it a little bit more of a free for all mm-hmm. and a lot more wild. I really wanted to say, hey, remember how everyone plays the game now? Let's change that. How how would these slight changes of the game alter how people are come at the game? Not not massively, but starting with 3000 gold, 40 fights per day and PVP matches when this launches on January 1st at midnight, by the way. Um, so be there. Um, how are you going to how are you going to how are you going to start? Are you going to play at the end of the day? Are you going to be one of the first people in and then get an end room? You know, how are you going to spend your money? So that's an interesting thing. I think it's going to be fun seeing the rush of players come into the game. I, I don't quite know how I'm going to going to start this one. Travis, how yeah. are you going to what's your strategy? Are you going to start like right before the day ends? <laughs> or I don't are know. You going to, I, I don't have know either. No idea. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how different this feels. Uh, I know that with yeah. the the events kind of giving you bonuses here and there it really does change the way the game feels yeah. and 40 forest fights per day that's gonna 
be pretty significant. So I'm looking forward to seeing how fast people can rank up through this. And we've added support for a lot of different changes that we can do for seasonal games. So after season one is over, you know, season two might be totally bizarrely different from what we've done in season one. Sure. Yeah, it will be. Um, We'll talk a little bit about that um, uh, about the end at the end of this one. We'll talk a little bit about season two and what we're thinking about for that. But um, so for this one, um, when the game ends, it'll end exactly in two months. Um, Then when the game ends, uh, there will be a season winner area, much like the shrine area where we're going to have the top five for the Hall of Honor, the top five for PVP kills and the top most deaths in the game. So that's currently how the ladder is going to be play out when the game's over and they'll be forever immortalized for this game. Um, also, we're also going to have the shrine for the first wyvern kills, obviously, and the shrine for the fifth wyvern kills. That's going to work just as normal. So there's going to be five different ways to put your mark on the first season forever. So one of the things that Travis and I didn't know about was how we're going to end season games because they start and then they're going to end. This first one's going to end at a particular time. So we weren't really sure how that was going to work. Like, do we just shut down anyone's ability to do anything in the game? I don't know. That didn't sound as fun to me, but I wasn't sure also. But I also have some lore to keep into consideration, right? I'd like it to make sense in the game, you know, thinking about the game and the world when a game ends. So at Portland Retro Game Expo, Adam and I were talking about this because I was talking about seasons and I didn't really have an idea. And he did. Uh, and we use this idea. So thanks, Adam. And the idea is that when the game ends on the date, the wyvern dies and the monsters and the forest go walk and into the lake and die. <laughs> I don't know why that happens, but they somehow are called to to, to, to just leave. Are they walk into Travis. I don't remember. Is the official lore that they walk into the lake and die or is it that I just they think they stop spawning, leave? isn't it? Like right, th- or that they walk away. Yeah. I can't remember well, specifically how we. Yeah. That so either out, they kill yeah. themselves or they don't. I, I don't remember either one, but um, so it's either super dark or it's not super dark. <laughs> so uh, basically. And then and then after the game ends, you can't create a new account. So let's t- talk about this. So the only three things that happen when a game's over is one, no more wyvern can't kill them. You can go to the anyone that's in the game could actually, depending on what level you are, you can go into the. You can go into the the wyvern's den and there's some fun stuff in there, Uh, but it's but he's not there Uh, Two, no more monsters in the forest. And there's some fun stuff with that, but I don't I don't want to spoil it for anyone. And then three, no new accounts can be created. So those are the only changes. And then just some flavor text around saying the game's, you know, over and stuff like that. So if the players of that season want to PVP forever, keep chatting, transfer money, feel free. Um, I wanted to keep it open because it sort of changes the game and I, I don't really know how that's going to work, but we thought it would be fun that we just didn't shut the game down and it just changed a little bit. Um, Travis, any thoughts about that? It's, it's weird. I I don't know how this is going to work, but it could be kind of cool. What do you think? Yeah, I think it could be fun just to kind of, you can keep the conversations going if you remember to go into the game to keep them going. (laughs) But I kind of wonder if like you hear about some like long forgotten forum threads here yes. and there that people yeah. still go back into. And I kind of wonder yeah. if that'll happen with some of the end conversations and such. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. That's cool. Oh, oh, one thing too is all the, so the um, pumpkin festival had an entire area where you can talk conversation. That conversation is 
put in an ice box until next year's pumpkin festival. <laughs> so in the main game, so you guys can continue the conversations you had last year. Like it's going to be the same. So that'll be kind of fun to see those events. Ice box. It's kind of the same way with this, right? It'll be, it'll be an entire game. So in addition to the seasons and the new events we have coming up, we have some other things cooking. Uh, John, why don't you talk about what you've been working on here a little bit? Yeah, so up to now, we really haven't talked too much about some of the features that we're working on because we like to talk about things that are very close to launch. Travis is working on something that's a lot closer to launch than me, but I'm working on something now that I've wanted to add to the game since we've launched And it didn't go in at launch because we needed to ship the game and get players and feedback sooner and that kind of thing. And I'm really glad we've kind of, you know, rolling our way up to 1.0. But um, I can now finally talk a little bit about fishing. And that's the next feature that I am working on right now. And boy, oh boy, it's a doozy because a doozy in that it adds a totally new thing to the game that gives the game a lot more to do. So. There's going to be a new lake, Lake Woodhaven. That's a place that you can go in the main screen. It's not another place. This is a main area of the game. And every day you're going to get a certain amount of ability to fish, you know, have fishing turns. And it's going to be very similar to forest fights. You can buy a fishing pole that will help you fish. And you're going to get some really cool stuff happening when when you find a fish there are going to be different kinds of fish there's going to be different sections of the lake that you can fish in depending on and each different section of the lake has totally different fish in it and they're going to be themed to each area of the lake based on certain kinds of things that you want to have happen to your account or character let's say maybe you're focused on hit points or healing or your defense or experience or strength or gold and these are things you want to do. Well, those areas that you go to in the um, in the lake are going to help with that. And it's not going to be one to one. There's still going to be some random there to it. But the fish are going to be the bonuses you get are going to be themed. And it's going to be in, and then we're going to add a new mechanic to the game called temporary buffs, temporary buffs in the game. Let's say that you fish and get a fish out of the water and you eat it. Um, you'll have a choice. It'll go into your, um, we're not really sure exactly how this is going to work yet. We're still working on it, but you'll have a choice to eat the fish or sell it. So you can sell it for some money or you can eat it. You'll only be able to eat a few fish per day. And this fish will give you a temporary bonus, a temporary bonus. Let's just talk about one. For instance, let's say you fish and you get a sort of relatively small fish and it, you have a choice between selling it or you can eat it and it will give you plus 20% to your experience, to your hit points. And this, since this is a temporary buff, that means that at the beginning of the day, your temporary buffs will stop. So these buffs will last until the end of the day. One of the things that I hope fishing brings to the game is more where the game feels like there's a little bit more to do. It gives the game a little bit more of a richer sort of play style and strategy to it. There's this world where People that are in high levels will in the game will stay in the forest or just quit to the fields. and They don't get an in room or there's this area where maybe someone is 
like you're staying in the fields and they're one level higher than you and you want to take them out, but you can't because if someone's one level higher than you, they're almost always going to kill you no matter what. Right. Travis, like, I don't think there's a world where you kill someone who's one level higher than you ever. Right. I mean, I guess if you you could, if you, if you planned it out really well and you were like trying to overlevel yourself for that purpose. Sure. There are people that are camping at levels right now that, yeah. Generally speaking though, no, that's, that's not going to happen. Unless you're level camping, you really can't. So one thing that I want fishing to give and with temporary buffs is you could you could have an experience where you get a legendary fish you eat it it gives you such an incredible buff for the day that you're able to go kill someone that you couldn't kill before and i don't want those events to happen all the time but i want to happen sometimes because that feels fun you know what i mean it gives you this really fun swing you can you can get vengeance where maybe you couldn't before um and it's going to add some it's going to add some strategy to the game and there's going to be some mechanics where you're going to, you you know, you don't know all the fish when you start. So and um, so you'll be discovering fish and their abilities. And the only way to discover what a fish does is by eating it. You're not going to know um, what a fish does. <laughs> We're not going to have somewhere in the game where it tells you every fish and what it gives you. But once you eat a fish, it will unlock itself and you'll be able to go to your fish um, index or your fish guide and you'll be able to know oh okay so this is what a red snapper does and one fun thing that travis and i have really enjoyed is do you know how many different fish there are and some weird names travis <laughs> there's a fish that we have in the game what's it called it's uh, so i don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced but it's spelled a whole hole it's a hawaiian fish so i'm assuming it's like a hole hole or something like that but right a whole hole is my, a fish my in the game nine-year-old yes. self looks at this and snickers because it's calling somebody an a-hole i know i know that's an actual fish at the game we have that's like half the fish um travis and i right now i'm just sketching out what each fish does and travis and i are agreeing on the mechanics and that kind of thing and the names i think part of the fun is just in you know I'm picking fish with really fun names. <laughs> so um, and the legendary fish is going to be cool. And there's going to be an entirely new area where you can have um, where we have leaderboards for people that catch fish. So, we'll, you know, and that kind of thing. So one of the fun things allows us to do is you're going to start in the main game with, you know, a reasonable amount of fishing turns, you know, like not a lot, because, again, this is like you could you could get some really cool stuff, you know here and we don't want to give everyone like 50 turns you know fishing per day so it's not going to be a lot to start um but it allows us to also be like well for season games let's say we have a world where you have fishing 20 fishing turns and or 20 30 fishing turns per day and 10 forest fights so the game is maybe propelled more by fishing than it's propelled by forest fights that allows us the ability to say, wow, season games can be really different, or we can add extra fishing turns and events to make those events just crazy. We could do an event about fishing, like there's fishing week or something like that. I don't know, Travis, what do you think about fishing? Like we're just designing it right now and sort of laying the early code, but what, what are you thinking about with it? I think that it, it adds some depth and I'm yeah. not saying that we have a shallow game at all, but I'm thinking no, fishing no. like, it expands the game in ways that will help us out with future things that we're planning, which yeah, can't go into that. Spoilers, spoilers, but um, it's going to be fun and it's uh, it's going to bring some variety to the gameplay. And uh, an idea has come into my mind while talking about this that I don't think we discussed before that I'll share with Ooh. you once we're done here. 
Oh, everyone. So, okay, cool. Uh, I know what people are going to ask in the comments. That's great. So for me, we needed to get to a point where the base game is, is to a point where it doesn't feel like we can't serve people at different levels of the game, right? If you start the game now, you're going to have a great time, right? Like it's never been easier to start the game. It's never, you know, it's, it's so much easier to understand how to play the game with the instructions we have. Um, there's strategies, community strategies out there that aren't too hard to understand. And now we have an end game that, you know, with Paragon points and we've got events in the game and that kind of stuff. So we're now getting to a point with the game where we're adding this extra stuff that I think is really going to make it real special. And I can't wait to start fishing. Like I really want to discover all the, and I know I'm going to know what all the fish do, but I guarantee you people, when I come back around and play the game, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. Three-year-old demon sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, or like sociopath boss, you know what I mean? Oh man. Three-year-old demon is, is a bastard. I know, I know, I know. Um, uh, so it doesn't mean I remember this stuff. So I, right. I can't wait to discover it. And, and in every game we have, you'll do that. You'll have the same thing. You'll be discovering fish again in a new season game and that kind of thing. So that should be really fun. Travis, you're working on some stuff. What you working on? Yeah, I'm lo- definitely looking forward to working on all the fishing stuff as it progresses. But uh, right now, what I'm working on is something we've talked about before, but something that I I think is very important to get done before we launch 1.0 and start really pushing this is um, bringing some accessibility to our links. And I've talked about this a little bit. I won't bore you with like the details, but how we have our uh, menu set up. So you have the letter in the parentheses for like question master has, you know, the first Q in parentheses, for instance, Um, that really messes up people on screen readers because it tries to read that out as Q question master for instance so i'm working on converting all those links over to a format where the screen reader will ignore that and it has like a screen reader specific uh word to say uh and that is very tedious but yeah i'm about a third of the way through that and also like cleaning up a few little interface bugs as i see them as going through because I'm, I'm looking at every single view with uh, a lot of detail right now. And I'm seeing some stuff that I missed along the way. So that's always great to take another detailed look at stuff later on and get some good polish before 1.0. Yeah, absolutely. This is really important because it, to me, if we, we have a primarily text-based game that, and if and if this game doesn't work really well for people with you know disabilities and um, that kind of thing and screen readers, that's a real shame because yeah, it's a completely it really text based game. It should be the best game for for people that have limited eyesight or, you know, screen readers or or that kind of thing to play because it's it it's set up for that world. And so for us, like any of the game, like we're learning how to, you know, create games that are more accessible. And as we sort of understand that, we're going to take that tech to bear for our new next games and stuff like that. So when we launch a game, it'll pretty much be ready, you know, for those uh, for the for people with disabilities and stuff. And I think this is really important for um, the games that we do, because, again, if you're going to make text games, you might as well do this. And it's really important to us to be accessible. I yes. think accessibility for our game is more important to me than anything. Make it easy to play for anyone. So um, really, really important to do this. So really happy that we're you know going to get that done. Absolutely. 
So I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode, uh, this latest State of the Wyvern. You know, we're on our way to 1.0, and our hope is to launch sometime in 2020. So thank you for playing the game, and we're really excited to see you in January 1st in our first Tale of the White Wyvern season. Oh, oh, one more thing, Travis, I forgot. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a Steve Jobs one more thing. So <laughs> our thought, we had some thoughts about season two, Travis, so I think it yeah. would be appropriate to talk about it. So there are two different kinds of season games that we're thinking about. The first season game is essentially the one we're doing um, first, which is it's 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 like the regular game, but slightly different rules. And then we're thinking of another kind of season game, which is a, a, a ladder race. Right. So the idea of that is that this game doesn't it doesn't necessarily end at a certain time, but we're going to have it, you know, the, where the thing that happens that you do will end, you know, relatively around a certain time. So we're thinking for season two, it might be the first person to hit X amount of Wyvern kills wins. And then it's everything's calculated based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're thinking moving forward, there will be two kinds of season games. One, it's um, just a regular game that ends at a particular time. And then we're going to have just even crazier roles in the future. Um, or it'll be a ladder race. So I think season two will probably be a ladder race unless we've added fishing and a lot of these other mechanics where we're just like, no, we have an idea for a crazy game. We just absolutely have to do it. But that's kind of what we're thinking. Anything else? Um, thoughts there on uh, ladder races? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right, great. Thank you, everyone. Have a great holiday. We'll see you at the Winter Festival and season one of Tale of the White Wyvern launching January 1st. Cheerful Ghost Radio is brought to you by CheerfulGhost.com and our theme music is by Creo. Make sure you head over to Cheerful Ghost to let us know what you think of the show and thanks for listening.